A short, catchy chant is one of the key features of any protest march. Now, Auckland saxophonist and jazz composer Callum Purcells explores these rhythmic and repetitive chants in his new work, LCR, short for Left, Centre, Right. The recent Black Lives Matter marches that he took part in were what got him thinking about protest chants as a music motif. premiering LCR at the Wellington Jazz Festival this Queen's Birthday weekend. It'll involve three musical trios on stage who will collaborate and occasionally compete during the performance. I first asked Callum why he chose the saxophone as his musical instrument of choice. I think it just looks great. It's an identifiable shape. It's gold. It's shiny. I, I started playing when I was 11, I think. I just was drawn to it out of the options that you know one has when you're at intermediate school or whatever and I can't say that I loved it because of the sound of it even necessarily I, I just loved I think I loved music more than I loved that instrument I think that's probably still true to be honest with you Were you listening, I'm just trying to think at 11 years old, were you listening to music yourself that had saxophone in it? Yeah definitely um, my dad had a pretty big record collection, well he had a kind of a big everything collection and we I sort of had free reign of a big wall of CDs and things like that that I could listen to as I pleased for the most part and there was a lot of jazz in there and a lot of really great a lot of great saxophones not that I had any sort of like discerning taste or anything back then but I I probably listened to jazz earlier than than most people did when I was younger the definition of jazz, and I think every year when we cover one of the jazz festivals around the country, we have this conversation, we touch on it, that jazz has become very broad as a genre, as a musical genre. And it yeah. seems to me with the music that you're creating, that, that suits you down to the ground, to have that freedom to experiment. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's such a huge tent. The question of what it is and the question of you know where you want to make a personal statement within the sort of genre is yeah open enough that I, I feel like uh, I can be honest and, and follow whatever path that I want and I'm, and I'm not really going to butt up against anything other than, you know, uh, some conservative mindsets or ideas, but that's fine. You know, it's, it's such a big tent that, I don't, you know, you don't need to please everyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do, and I imagine the saxophone actually offers you lots. So I know you, you also compose, of course, for other instruments, but as an instrument, is the saxophone very pliable? You know, can you experiment? And are you still learning about what it can do? Absolutely, yeah. I have changed a lot as a, as a saxophone player over the however many years I've been doing it because it has a pretty big range, more, more than most instruments, I think, in terms of uh, expression. It's sometimes difficult to pick out certain instruments or who's playing them but with the saxophone like I can you know I can pick out who is behind the instrument like most of the time I think because it's you you can achieve such a personal sound on it Um, that's what I really love about it. Now for your new work that um, you're presenting LCR Mm. you are drawing on protest movements and your own experiences of marching in protest What, what were they? The main inspiration was from last year when the big uh, Black Lives Matter solidarity protests happened in Auckland, going basically down Queen Street. Some musician friends and I got involved in the first one, and then 
a bigger group of us got together and and, uh, and sort of marched and tried to make music underneath uh, all of the sort of chants and, and protest uh, sounds in the second march. And that experience, I think, was the thing that really inspired this this work. Um, not just the the sentiment of it, but particularly the the actual physical nature of making music while moving around in a huge group of people um, was very interesting and sort of something that I had never experienced before or since. I mean, we had, the, of course, recently also the Me Too movement, the climate yes. change movement with the kids getting out there, as well as, I mentioned, the, the Springbok to in 81. Mm. So, I mean, I guess, are you drawing on all of this, this idea of a large group of people and that chant, and it's hypnotic, isn't it? Whatever, whatever it is, they will find an hypnotic kind of phrase that will be repeated and repeated. Yeah, I mean, it's the same, it's the same at any large gathering like that. There's rhythm inherent in any type of protest like that, and, and I think that's the thing that, I, that keeps getting to me. You know, I remember coming back from from the rally and just having the sound of uh, everything bouncing around and people uh, latching onto rhythms and this big wall of constantly moving sound kind of I had that in my ears for, for weeks afterwards and and yeah it's, it's the same in any any protest. So here you are creating three rhythmic trios of saxophone double bass and drums I'm taking that from the release I need you to explain that's, that's... to me how this is going to work. <laughs> uh, so yeah LCR stands for left centre right uh, and the idea is that um, there'll be three of us, uh, you know, one saxophone, one bass, and one drum set uh, on the left side of the stage, the center of the stage, and the right of the stage. And so, ideally, uh, if you, particularly if you sit in the middle, it, you should have a pretty big, a wide stereo image of these bands, these sort of three mini bands in one. And the music is kind of written in a way to kind of replicate this, this sound of uh, your attention being drawn, you know, from one. Uh, direction to the other, kind of be enveloped by this big mass of, of different melodies and different rhythms overlapping and, and pulling each other. Just thinking why, I mean, saxophone, of course, we know why you've chosen the saxophone. <laughs> Drums, I was thinking in my head anyway, the sound of feet on the pavement of movement, but that's just my imagination. But why saxophone, double bass and drums? It kind of goes back to my history as a, as a jazz musician, really. Like, I um, have played with you know a single saxophone bass drums trio for, for a long time because I think there's a rich, sort of rich tradition uh, of that from sort of Sonny Rollins in the 1950s onwards in jazz. And I think for me, I ha- always had trouble, <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing to admit, I always had trouble playing with piano players or guitar players or anyone who can play chords. I found it, it was kind of hard to get a word in uh, <laughs> necessarily like there's there's a lot of control that those instruments have over frequency and over harmony. I always loved having saxophone and bass being the only pitched instruments because you have so much freedom to move around and you can kind of cut your own path through whatever song you're playing. Um, and so when I thought of this band and, and sort of conceived of it, I, I just thought, why don't I just triple everything? <laughs> so, uh, because it's something that I know and something I know how to write for. Are, the, are you competing or collaborating? Uh, half and half, I would say. <laughs> um, and, and that's kind of the point. Part of the experience of making music during a, during a march or a protest is that you think that you're the centre of the universe in as much as you can hear everything around you. And in terms of the, the way that time dilation works, I guess, you know, someone 50 metres down the, down the block uh, might be playing something, but by the time it gets to you, it's slightly out of time. 
to you, but not to them. And so everyone kind of has their own sort of their own groove and their own center of gravity musically. And so I guess to recreate that a lot of the times, you know, the trio on the left will be playing and then it's kind of the job of the the, the next band along to try and take them over, I guess, <laughs> or to join in and then sort of build it up. And, and yeah, there's, there's quite a lot of uh, musical wrestling going on and kind of a, a sensory overload, I guess, from that. A new jazz work can be quite challenging for some lovers of the genre, you know what I mean? Sometimes they just <laughs> like the, the old, the, give me the old favourites. And um, But, I mean, I know one of the things, Callum, that you do is create music that is is complex and has messages behind it, but it's also accessible. And is that, is that important too? Because sometimes music is so experimental, it can leave people behind. There's a danger of that. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not sure. It's it's hard for me to say as a as an insider, I guess, as someone who makes this kind of music. But people are open to sound, you know, and they're open to an experience that is um, interesting and impactful, even if it is like slightly challenging. I don't think this music is just like incredibly dissonant or incredibly, it's not loud all the time. It's not any of the things that people complain about when they're complaining about like new music or whatever. But I think generally, if people come in with an open mind, they're, they're bound to have a positive experience about it because it's it's a audio phenomenon, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and there's something about being in the room that is, that's powerful with this particular setup anyway. And something joyous about hearing a work performed for the first time. Yes, absolutely. And and importantly, I think this is the other half of it, is that we will be presenting it with joy. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of new music that is like almost seems like set to try and alienate people. But for, for me, I want it to be an invitation. And the main concern for me is to make sure that everyone on stage playing uh, feels like they are feels like they have ownership over what they're playing and also feels like they are, are doing something with with a lot of joy and open-heartedness. And I think my uh, friend and colleague, Roger Mannins, wrote a great bio for his band where he said, you'll be interested because we're interested. Callum Purcells premieres LCR at the Wellington Jazz Festival on Wednesday the 9th of June and St Peter's on Willis Street.